Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I am John Burroughs, your host for this Friday edition of Your Financial Fitness, and our topic today is building a personal brand with contest with content. And our guest today is Joan Stanford, CEO of Jazzy Pin. And I would like to say good afternoon and welcome to the show. And I'm so glad you could join us. Say hello to our audience, please, Joan. Hello, audience. <laughs> it is well, a pleasure to be with you, John. Thank you. I'm, um, I'm really intrigued. Um, and admittedly, Joan and I talked a little earlier today and I was picking her brain and thinking about uh, her area of expertise and how it applies to people like myself, a self-employed individual that is trying to go out there and make their presence known to the world for the obvious reason of bringing in business. So first of all, I'd like to get just a little background on you, Joan, and would you share with our audience your background and how you came about to launch Jazzy Pen? Awesome. Well, my background is one that starts in journalism, actually. I am a journalist by trade, and I have been in business officially hmm, since 2009, although I started my business prior to that as a side venture. Mm -hmm. Initially, I was working nine to five as a technical writer and technical editor. I loved what I was doing, yet there was something pulling at me on the side to do something different. And at that time, self-publishing had just exploded as something that a lot of people were jumping into. They wanted to self-publish their books. So I was reading these books and I thought, ooh, while there were lots of great stories out there, there was a lot of poorly edited books. <laughs> so that's when, when I thought, hey, I could, in the midst of this, while I'm reading all of these great books, which is something that I love to do, I can be helping by providing editorial services. So Jazzy Pen Communications actually started as an editing service. That's what we were doing at that time. And since then, we've transitioned quite a bit into a full-service content marketing operation where we're helping small businesses create content for their business. Okay. Well, and so then you made that leap of faith, it sounds like, as an entrepreneur, and that was right about 2009 you say, and obviously you've been going strong since then. So I think maybe for most of our listeners here, because for you and I, 
the term branding in business makes sense for me, or it makes sense to me. But uh, for those listeners who aren't really that familiar with the process, explain just what is your definition? What does branding mean in simple terms? In simple terms, personal branding is really an ongoing process. That's something that's key to the definition is that it's not a one and done. It's something that's ongoing, right? And it's a matter of you intentionally influencing the impression or the the perception that others have of you. Jeff Bezos of, of Amazon once said that your personal brand is what others people say about you when you're not in the room. And so I I firmly believe that we need to be (laughs) in charge of what they're saying, right? Hopefully they're saying good things, and we have to be in the driver's seat in terms of making sure that they're thinking good things, right? So at at its core, it's really reputation building. Yeah, we very much hope that that's a positive thing, but I could see easily that could go either direction too. So I get the feeling from your previous comments that you've you've seen enough bad branding uh, to be able to recognize it pretty easily and then make the suggestions to go from there. So let's just use me as the guinea pig here. Um, you know, I am a self well self I am an employee, but I. I work independently and I have a business going that I've been at for a very long time but and I do I think I've made the same mistake that uh, many other people or business owners have Let, let's talk about this whole LinkedIn idea so somebody said to me some uh, years ago that I should have a LinkedIn business page and such so I put it together put it in a resume posted things but have not admittedly been very attentive to that so how does somebody Take somebody like me who you you want to mold me and make me a customer. What advice are you going to give to me or what steps will you go through to help me as an independent, 100% commission mortgage loan officer get out there? What are you going to have me do? What's my homework? (laughs) Great question, John. You are an ideal candidate. I would love to work with you, by the way. The first step is, first of all, many of us have been in the same boat, right? When LinkedIn first started, we all kind of jumped out there and threw together, you know, the basic profile. And then we never looked at it again, you know. We just put some information out there, and it's probably been collecting cobwebs at this point, right? But here's the thing. LinkedIn is an awesome place to be in terms of connecting with your potential client, generating leads, generating connections and networking, right? At the at its core, it's still a social networking platform, but it's a professional networking platform and that's what we have to keep in mind. So when you talk about the steps and what I would have you do is first we would be looking at your profile, right? So we've got to get the dust off and we've got to really position you as somebody who people would want to work with, right? Some of the the items I would personally be looking at 
in a LinkedIn audit is I'm looking at your headline that you're using. I'm looking at your actual profile picture. Let's start there. Some people just kind of throw any old picture there. I would say one of the first things you want to do is evaluate the picture that you're using. Research shows that pictures where you are smiling generates interest. People are naturally attracted to that, right? And so do you have a photo where you're smiling? Is your photo taking up most of the circle, right? You want to be at 60%, and it's shoulders, head and shoulders, right? <laughs> We're not doing a full-length photo. We're not doing a photo where you've got, you know, your dog and your cat in your lap. We're not doing that. We are still in a professional um, environment, yet we want to make sure that your picture is reflective of your brand, right? So if you are, you know, the laid-back type of guy where you're not really buttoned-up suit type every day, well, then that's okay. But give us a sense of what we can expect when we go to work with you. Right? So if you're going to meet in person, individuals need to be able to instantaneously recognize you. So that's another point. We want to have a somewhat current photo, not a, not a photo from, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago. We want to keep that updated. So your profile photo is definitely one piece. The next piece is going to be your banner image in the background. What that's really your opportunity to tell people more about your brand. Give people a sense of what you're about. You could even have a call to action on that banner image. But that image gives you a nice piece of real estate to project your brand image, right? So you can have colors that are um, related to your brand. So you've got corporate colors or branding colors representative of your business. You might include that. You might include a call to action right away. Maybe there's something that you want to drive people's attention to. That's the place to do it, right? I also Indeed. mentioned you know, earlier. Oh. I was just going to interject here. You know, it's funny. While, while we're uh, talking, I'm actually looking at of, of my photo that I used on my LinkedIn, and at least I guess I get a, a B or an A or an A minus in, in updating things because it is a, a new photo that was done, and I'm trying to observe what you're saying. So I recognize too it may not be ideal, but at least it does project the professional image you're looking for. So I think right. you're so very right, and I never thought about that until somebody said, you've got to get rid of that picture that you have. So, <laughs> so at least we've got that taken care of. So I've got my photo and I've got my setup done, and then where am okay. I going from there? From there, let's talk about your headline. What do you have as your headline? And that should be a call to action, of course. Well, there's a number of things that you can do with your headline. You can, first of all, include words that people would be searching for, right? So if it's mortgage banking, if it is a 
home loans, carpenters, software, whatever the case may be for different individuals who may be listening, you want to include that keyword or those keywords in your headline. That's a a possible direction. And that's a good one because as people are going through LinkedIn and doing searches for particular individuals, types of individuals, think about what they're going to be typing in. And if you're able to include that in your headline, you have a better chance of showing up in the results they receive when they're looking for those individuals. So that's one way you could do it. Another way you could have your branding statement, you know, I help people X, Y, Z. What is it that you help them do, right? You can have that right there. How, who do you help, right? Maybe you're targeting specific people, specific individuals, right? So it's not just everybody with skin, but maybe it's, you know, um, people who live in Orange County, as an example, or, Maybe it's people who already have loans elsewhere. I don't know. Whatever the case may be, you can narrow it down and, and include your niche within your headline. That's another Interesting. alternative. Yeah, trying to focus on where that niche is to grab their attention, the keywords. Uh, by the way, we've got, oh, roughly about a minute before we head to our commercial break here too, but I don't want to let the opportunity for you to – Give out your contact information. What's the best way for folks who are listening to this and are intrigued with what we're talking about to contact you, whether it be phone, website, email? What's the best resource or what best methodology for people to follow up with you after the show is completed? Well, how about let's give, give it all, right? Probably the there best way is, is email, <laughs> so I'll start with that. Joan at jazzypen.com, J-O-A-N at Jazzy Pen, J-A-Z-Z-Y-P-E-N dot com. By telephone, the office line is area code 909-484-7933. And then my website, www.jazzypen.com. Awesome. That's wonderful. Hopefully folks got those written down. But before we end the show uh, here today, we'll make sure we give it out just one more time. So I have a couple more questions for you here about the content of your brand and then a few things I'd like to share about you personally. But we'll hold those thoughts for just a short duration here while we do our commercial for one of our sponsors. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good, and they're working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and the opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. So thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all of our sponsors and our partners like you, John. So thank you for your support of CWI and Women Lead Radio. And now back to your show. 
Okay. Well, thank you so very much, Michelle. And then I have a question here. This is all about you today, Joan, so you get to toot your horn as loud as you'd like here. But I do know that you have some uh, recent uh, news and or accomplishments, and I really would like you to share that with our audience here. So go ahead and brag about yourself. And I, uh, you did share that with me earlier. Tell me exactly uh, what accomplishment, what hurdle did you just uh, – did you just master here of, of Reese? <laughs> well, funny, we've just been talking about LinkedIn, and this is all about what today's show is about building a personal brand with content. And I've kind of been walking the talk, right? And doing that, I've been utilizing LinkedIn to bolster my personal brand. And in so doing, I've recently been named to – a list of uh, a 2021 list of the most influential African American women to follow on LinkedIn. So I'm really excited about that because you know I'm starting to see fruits of my labor, and it it just is a testament to the fact that I've been diligently working this process, this ongoing process, as I mentioned before, of building my personal brand and utilizing networks like LinkedIn to do so. So to be able to, to receive this um, recognition is awesome. I'm, I'm excited about it, and I'm looking forward to working with my clients and help them to do the same, to really bolster their personal brands using LinkedIn and other formats, but LinkedIn for sure. Well, I I really like your choice of words. You're not just talking the talk, but you're walking the walk, and and apparently it's working well. And so I think there's a lot of us, like myself included, could certainly learn a lot from you or gain a lot from utilizing your services. So let's swing back around here. We were talking about, you know, building a personal brand with content. We were talking about the content of your brand, the importance of it. And uh, we left off on on just the the physical look. We we know we want your you know your lead and the, the words that are going to drive people a call to action, so to speak. Um, are there any other things that are or I should say, what are the things that are the most influential in your opinion that when somebody witnesses or sees you know your ads, your LinkedIn, what's going to grab their attention the most, and how do we uh, take advantage of that? I think what grabs people's attention the most is probably going to be your banner image, your headline, and after those two things, your about section. This is an area where some people kind of drop the ball because they either don't fill it out or they're thinking along the lines of an old school resume that has a summary at the top, so it says something like, you know, seeking a job in XYZ field or, you know, that sort of thing. But if you are an entrepreneur, a business owner, this is an opportunity for you to showcase your expertise, the value that you bring, and really bring home that interest, right? We're trying to gather interest and we're trying to position our brand, the about section on 
your LinkedIn profile is a great place to do that, one area. And the next thing is the content that you are publishing on LinkedIn, the updates that you are sharing with your connections and followers. This is critical, and this is, quite frankly, one of the, the, the best ways in which to build your personal brand because it gives you the opportunity to establish yourself as an expert or a thought leader in your industry simply by sharing updates and information, a.k.a. content, on this platform. Mm-hmm. So those are the things I definitely feel are important. Excellent. Um, you know, I, uh, I want to share with our listeners that how I met you uh, was, uh, gosh, I don't been going back a few months, and I have the pleasure of watching you as a past Sioux talker in the Inland Empire. Uh, you grabbed my attention for sure, which is what gave me the idea to have you on air here today. Um, and uh, one of the things you shared back then, and which I think is great advice, very simple, but you had written in your um, program for the Sioux Talks Inland Empire uh, that the best business advice I ever received is, and I quote you, run your business, don't let it run you. Can you speak to that a little bit? Because it would seem to me, uh, depending on the nature of the beast, that the urgency of day-to-day will sometimes take precedent or override what you know you should be doing but don't seemingly have the time to do. So how do you see that applicable to folks like myself that are trying to get out there and get the business to come in the door. But define that, you, if you would, a little more detail. Run your business, don't let it run you. And you could take that a, a, a lot of different ways, right? <laughs> but yes, for me, indeed. when I heard it, <laughs> I thought, wow, that's powerful because I've been around for a while in the entrepreneurial space, have met lots of different people, and – It's a piece of advice that I've heard multiple times from a number of different people, and maybe not said just that way, but it really comes down to managing you. I'm not even going to say managing time because I don't feel like time is going to keep going (laughs) whether or not you do anything, right? So there's there's managing you is what's important, right? And Mm -hmm. That is critical in business. You need to manage how you're going to do things. You need to manage your processes and your procedures, <laughs> following systems, making it easier for you to be able to run your business so that it's not running you where you're feeling like, oh, my God, I have to go over here. I have to go over there. You, know, you set your day up so that it is manageable for you and that you are feeling a sense of accomplishment at the end of the day. So if that means just pulling out three things that you're going to accomplish for the day and then you go off and, you know, in, in the case, in my case, you know, often it's I got to go and pick up my, my son from football or soccer practice or attend a game or what have you, but I'm making sure that I'm running the business and the business is not running me, right? Sometimes that 
involves building your team. Sometimes that involves delegating more. Sometimes that involves saying no, right? That's a big one, especially for women business owners. We sometimes struggle with that very concept of saying no. We want to say yes to everything, and then we're running ragged, right? And that's where we have a case of the business running us because we've said yes to everything. Sometimes you just have to go back to toddlerhood of being a two-year-old and say no. And just say <laughs> Maybe no. Maybe not just that way, but, you know, I get not it. at this time, no, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to take that meeting or whatever the case may be. But sometimes it's just simply a matter of saying no. Well, let me let me ask you a question. I'll throw you a little bit of a curveball here. Don't don't worry. I, you know, I've got pretty good aim. I I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm my All elbows right. are out, and I'm ready for the curveball, John. <laughs> well, you, well, you obviously have made a success of you know Jazzy Pen Communications by doing exactly what you're talking about, building a brand and such. Go back, if you would, and uh, pause for a second for your past clients that you've worked with. Is there any one? or two clients or major success stories like when they met you, things weren't going that great, and then you hit it out of the park, you know, grand slam home run for them and the results that they came back with. So what kind of a profile or companies, which I'm sure they're all over the board, but who's probably your best success story? Wow, what a great question. I have a number of of different successes, and I I don't want to – you know, put this this cape, this superhero cape on. Like I just came in and saved the day. I feel <laughs> as though all of my clients have been doing doing well. They just wanted to do better, or they better. just needed a little bit of help in a certain area with a certain project. Right? <laughs> I, I don't want to necessarily position myself as, as you know the superwoman that comes in and and just completely saves the day. But I will say that, um, and maybe it's because it's fairly recent, but I had a client who had been actually following me for a while, and they had been consuming my content, and every once in a while I would get a message saying, you know, oh, wow, this is great information, or thanks for that awesome webinar, whatever the case may be. Um, But I remember this particular individual said, I'm not ready to work with you just yet, but I'm going to be. And sure enough, he needed me to create a press release for him Hmm. for a very compelling campaign that he had created. So he did a video he did all of these things as it related to Alzheimer's awareness. And I'm happy to report that I was able to not only write that press release, but get him the exposure and the press that he was looking for, that he was able to garner new collaborations. He was able to get printed press in in, um, our local newspapers, he was able to um, exceed his expectations with the views of his video, his song. So many things came out of it that I, at first I didn't even know. You know, he came back to me 
a couple of weeks later and said, oh, my gosh, Joan, I've just been so busy since the press release. And that was amazing. I was so excited for him because not only were we able to do what he needed us to do, but it was for such a worthy cause. Right? Indeed. It, it just it it was amazing. <laughs> it was Indeed. amazing. So I got like, a lot of other stories, but that one that one just really hits home because it was fairly recent and like I said, it was just awesome that he was able to do the things that he was able to do. That sounds like a that's a great story and thank you for sharing. We're winding down to about our last minute and a half of today's show. So as promised, I don't want to shortchange you. One more time, give us all your communication uh, modes so people who are intrigued with what you're doing can follow up and get a hold of you. Absolutely. Certainly reach out to me by email, joan at jazzypen.com. That's my direct email, J-O-A-N at jazzypen.com, J-A-Z-Z-Y-P-E-N.com. My website is jazzypen.com, makes it easy, right? And my phone number in the office, area code 909-484-7933. And this time I also want to encourage people to reach out to me on LinkedIn. I would love for you to follow, become a connection, whatever floats your boat, but let's stay connected. Let's not let this one radio show be the last time that okay. you do for me. Well, thank you very much. And that is our show for today. And I'd like to say thank you again to Joe Stanford, CEO of Jazzy Pen Communications. Uh, and a special thanks to our listeners, both in the U.S. and international, because we are an international show. We'll be back again for another Women Lead Radio Shows, Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. It's been my pleasure today, John Burroughs with Finance of America, to be your host. And we welcome you back, and please, we welcome you to come back again at another future date for Women Lead Radio. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.